Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Tommy Chrysan is me. Trey Blossman will join us in a little bit. That's Trey and TK. Going to take a look at the Super Bowl. Plenty of thoughts on the Super Bowl and some comments about LSU football, coaching staff, signing day, Wednesday the 5th, and much, much more. That's all here on Sports Takes with Trey and TK. A couple of things first. Connect on social media. My name's Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget about meatandpotatoes.com, the handicapping website out of Las Vegas. Football's over. Ah, the XFL starts Saturday. That'll be a topic for another day. Meatandpotatoes.com, college hoops, NBA, baseball's around the corner, hockey, horse racing, Check out the website, meatandpotatoes.com, out of Las Vegas. We're going to listen to a quick message, and we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We'll talk Super Bowl and LSU football right after this pause. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Blossman. Plenty to talk about today from the Super Bowl to LSU football, LSU basketball, New Orleans Pelicans, and who knows what. We'll get into a lot on Sports Takes. It's the new podcast we started about a month ago. Comes out twice a week. We encourage you to share it with your friends right here under Talking Sports with TK. It is Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Without any further ado, we say hello to Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you today? Tommy, I'm doing fine. Beautiful day in South Louisiana, just like yesterday. Uh, I, for me, the new year really is starting today. <laughs> I pushed it off and pushed it off. I got busy with work very late last week. Uh, great Super Bowl yesterday. Feeling good today. Energized. It's the first of the year. Yeah, well, here on Sports Takes, let, let's take a look at the Super Bowl. A couple of things. First off, the game. Uh, 31 to 20, the Chiefs uh, defeat the 49ers. Uh, an entertaining football game, maybe not a lot of pizzazz, but 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 two teams going after it. And I think a, a summary on my end is it it's, goes back to the old cliche: you got to play four quarters. In the case of the NFL, you got to play 60 minutes because uh, the game can go. You know, just when you think it might be over, seven minutes to go. 49ers have a 20 to 10 lead and the football in their hands. Lo and behold, they, they lose the game. So I thought it was a pretty good game. It's not the greatest Super Bowl ever. Certainly not the worst. But uh, two pretty good football teams that I think will both be in the hunt to return to this game next year. Tommy, it was a good game and certainly not the best ever because we didn't have any very late game drama. By the time we got to the latter part of the fourth quarter, the game had pretty bit much been determined. But that said, it was determined in the fourth quarter. So that's, you know, that's all you want when you're watching a good football game. I thought there were two turning points, if you will, Tommy. The first one, in a 10-10 game near the end of the first half, San Francisco forced a Kansas City punt. 
I thought Kansas City was going to go down the field and take a halftime lead. They didn't. There was about a minute 50, maybe 152 left after the third down play. And I said, certainly San Francisco is going to call a timeout here. Again, 10-10 game. You've got three timeouts. They call a timeout there. They would have gotten the ball back with about a minute 45 to go, maybe a minute 40 left and still had two timeouts. As it was, not taking the timeout, they got the ball back with 59 seconds left. They wound up making a first down to their own 45. But by that point in time, there were 20 seconds left in the half. The next play was the Kittle offensive pass interference, which was a big call in the game. We'll talk about that in a little bit, I'm sure. But the play after that, because of that penalty, they knelt on the ball. I think, let me just say, I I can understand not wanting to give the ball back to Kansas City in the first half with any time left because of the explosiveness of that offense. But I thought this was a huge error by Coach Shanahan. I think he should have taken the time out after the third down play for Kansas City. I think he should have gotten the ball back with a minute 40 plus to go with two timeouts. And I think he should have been aggressive trying to score. Because as we were seen, as we were shown later in the game, you're not going to beat Kansas City by playing not to lose. And I thought Shanahan right there late in the first half showed he was playing that game not to lose. He was not playing to win. And ultimately, it cost him the game. The other turning point was the big long pass to Tyreek Hill in the fourth quarter. It kind of got things rolling again for Kansas City. Uh, they needed that. They, they were down at the time. Uh, I thought it was a huge play in the game. And those were my two turning points. Well, I agree 100% with the first one. I couldn't believe they didn't call timeout when Kansas City had to punt. You know, you're right. They, they, they knew they were receiving the kickoff third quarter, but they, they dialed it down. They backed it off, and they played too conservative, and they basically wasted a minute and a half. I made the point a short time ago. You got to play 60 minutes. Well, they didn't play for that minute and a half and ended up biting them in the butt down the end. And that, that play to Tyreek Hill, that was a third and 15. I mean, if they in Kansas City led the league in third down conversions, but Frisco's defense was very good on third down conversions. But you give it to Kansas City on that one, uh, really changed the game. Uh, if they don't complete it there, we don't know what happens, but you know, San Francisco's chances of winning the game go up if they get off the field on that third down. Um, next thing about Super Bowl 54 here on Sports Takes, Andy Reid, long regarded one of the good guys in the NFL and a damn good football coach. His record speaks for itself, and now he can add to his resume Super Bowl champion and I, for one, very happy for him. Uh, I for two, Tommy. I'm a huge fan of Andy Reid. Ironically, I was never an Eagles fan. And I was not an Eagles fan when he coached them, even though I liked him. I can't explain, you know, some things you just can't explain. But I've always liked Kansas City. Uh, Obviously, the Stram family, I'm close to several members of the family. Dale and I have been very good friends for a long time. Uh, I know that you met and got to know Coach Hank. Uh, I, I knew Coach Hank pretty well through my friendship with Dale. I got a lot of time to talk to him. I'm so happy, even though they haven't had anything to do with the Chiefs since the late 60s. I'm very happy for the Stram family for this win. I know that it means a whole lot to them. Uh, look, this Kansas City team and 
you know, you're a reflection of your coach. They were down in the first their first round of the playoffs. Obviously, they had to buy the first week. In the second week, they were down 24 to nothing. They didn't blink. They came back and won the game going away. The next game, they're down 10 nothing and 17-7. They come back. They win the game comfortably. They were down in this game 20 to 10. Well into the fourth quarter, and they put together a 21-point fourth quarter to win the game going away. My predicted margin of victory, Tommy, was 11 points. I had each team with a field goal they didn't get. I missed the score by six points, three for each team, but had the margin of victory at 11. The game played out much like I thought it would, and I, I did think it was a pretty good football game. Yeah, again, congratulations to Andy Reid. It's the only team in NFL history to trail by at least 10 points in all three playoff games in the same season and win those three. So that speaks for itself as well. Tommy, that's, Bl- mental, that's mental toughness right there. Yeah, well, it's playing 60 minutes, playing the whole game, you know, knowing that things can change. You know, momentum's a big thing in all football games, especially the Super Bowl. And when they grab that momentum in the you know tail end of that game, uh, it, it was Katie bar the door then. This is uh, Sports Takes with Trey and TK a couple times a week under Talking Sports with TK uh, podcast. Uh, been doing it for about a month. Talking Sports with TK been around over a year now. Uh, we, we got some more thoughts on the Super Bowl. We'll start with the commercials. It's always a big thing. Five and a half million dollars a spot, whatever it is. And I know your one of your favorites was the NFL 100 commercial right at the beginning when they timed it out and kid actually ran onto the field i I thought that put a damper because no commercial could top that uh you know i'm not you know the commercial sometimes when the commercials come on i walk out of the room sometimes i don't nothing was great to me a lot of it was so silly it was stupid however that commercial with the nfl 100 and the the kid you know weaving through all the the historical people and, and 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 things about the nfl through their first 100 years was truly spectacular and uh that was job well done the rest of the commercials i could care less well tommy it it was so good i had to back it up and watch it over again uh maxwell bunchy young is the young man's name i've never heard of him before he was the sports illustrated uh, kid athlete of the year in 2017 He's a very dynamic young man. His smile is off the charts. And the mixture of the recorded segment and then merging it into a live thing was done brilliantly. And it took me a moment to realize exactly what they had done. I also thought as he was running and juking and going through time, the visit to the Pat Tillman statue was very great. Yes, that, that, it was epic. It's it's the best commercial they've ever run at a Super Bowl. Uh, it'll be tough to top that. Ironically, uh, it was the NFL's own spot, which is yeah. Well, it was celebrating know. the 100 years of the NFL. That's why they kind of went through history, and uh, the kid kind of ran through the 100 year history, and then onto the field, and he actually brought the football to the referee. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, a, it was amazing. Once, I, like I said, once I realized they had gone live, and he. You know, not only did he run the ball out to the referee, he was trying to pump up the crowd. Uh, I just thought it was spectacular. Yeah, uh, somebody deserves a raise for that effort. Uh, Halftime, I turned the sound off 
and uh, listened to some Tom Petty and Led Zeppelin. I timed it out. I knew when the kickoff would come, and I put the TV back uh, on at that time. But I know you had some uh, halftime comments. Well, Tommy, I got a phone call as soon as the game went to halftime. Uh, I had a friend who was at a casino in Mississippi, wanted to know what my thoughts were for the second half. And so I paused the TV. When I got off the phone, I watched the analysis that the you know the studio guys had, and then it came time for the halftime show. I started fast forwarding through it, you know, with that arrow that goes, you know, 25, 30 seconds, and then I'd stop and watch for a few seconds and wound up mostly fast forwarding through it, but I may have watched a combined minute and a half of the whole thing. And here's my honest reaction, Tommy. I hope that no little girls were watching that. Well, I'll say this. The NFL continues to be one of the most hypocritical operations on earth. You know, all this stuff that they're going to, you know, they're going to curb this domestic violence and severe penalty for domestic violence. You know, two commercials about, you know, women and empowering women, including about the lesbian female coach for the San Francisco 49ers being the first coach female coach to ever be in a Super Bowl, okay? And then they turn around with a stripper pole and provocative dancing, half-naked people. Let, let me tell you, I, I, I'm all about stripper poles and provocative dancing when it's done where it's supposed to be done, okay? To each his own if that's something somebody wants to do. But it shouldn't be at halftime of an NFL show. I know my three grandsons watching the game. I don't know if they watched the halftime show or not, but I would hope they did not. And again, it's another hypocritical emphasis by the NFL. It was okay to display that in front of 102 million people, but we're if that defensive back for whatever team you know grabs the the arm of a woman in a violent way, he's going to be severely disciplined. Yeah, he might be missing, He might miss half a season for that. or more. Yeah, Ray okay. Rice has never played again. He shouldn't play again. Well, okay? look, look I, I, I'm a father and a grandfather. I have sons. I have grandsons. We don't do little girls in my family. We don't understand all of that. But if I was the father of a little girl who was watching that, I would have been angry. Yeah. Uh, one other thing on the Super Bowl, the referees, you know, the, the pass interference call on Kittle. Uh, I heard San Shannon Sharp on Colin Cowherd today he said, you know, Cowherd makes a statement, says, you know, the tight end can't get away with that. The wide receiver can't. Sharp says, well, the tight end got away with it in New Orleans with the Vikings and the Saints. Well, Sharp said, there's no consistency there. You know, don't the, the rule book does not say the tight end can do this. The wide can't do it. The wide receiver can't. So it was just a blown call. I, I, it, uh, let me rephrase that. Let me retract that. It was a call that could have clearly went either way. Either way. Yeah, well, I don't think it was a blown call. Okay, I, I, made a, I misspoke there. But it's a call that could have went either way. But when you look at the fact that it's a Super Bowl and letting guys play, there was not one holding penalty. There was not one hands-to-the-face penalty. I mean, they were letting guys play. And that should, according to that theme, that should have been let go. The next thought I have about refs, how in the hell can there not be a camera on the goal line at the Super Bowl? You know, with the touchdown by Damian Williams, you know, it's that it was extremely close. You could look at it a hundred times, and fifty times you could say touchdown, fifty not. But you know, and we're not we're not here to beat up the refs. I will say I thought Damian Williams should have been the MVP and not 
uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Williams had four catches for 29 yards and a touchdown, 17 carries for 104 yards and a touchdown. That's about six yards a carry. Um, I think he played a better football game front to back than Mahomes did, but they don't care what I think. Well, Mahomes has more sex appeal, obviously. I'll bet, I'll say this to you, Tommy, that relative to the proposition bets that were available, <laughs> Damian Williams went over on every possible thing that there was for him. Uh-huh. So he exceeded expectations. As magical uh, as as magical as Mahomes is, he underperformed relative to those same expectations. All right, uh, we wrap up the Super Bowl conversation. Uh, they, somebody put out some odds to win next year's Super Bowl, which is incredibly dumb because you don't know who's quarterback and where. But the Saints had the fourth best odds. Sports takes with Trey and TK. A couple of quick comments on LSU football. Coach Orgeron's rounding out the coaching staff. Uh, we, we'll have more on that in the edition of Sports Takes later this week, as well as recruiting signing day Wednesday the 5th. We'll have some of that on Sports uh takes uh episode that'll come out later this week well good i'm anxious to see who, who they close with in this class tommy a lot of rumors going around uh, a handful of spots available i don't care about the rankings i don't care that somebody adds so and so to a class and jumps ahead of us it's a good class it's already a good class if they don't sign anybody else it's a good class but well, we're going to bring in some really good athletes wednesday and i'm anxious to see who they are Here's the other thing. I read a piece at CBSSports.com. You know, they, uh, the starting lineups for the Super Bowl, Chiefs and 49ers, offense, defense, special teams, and what their rank rating was coming out of high school. You're talking about a bunch of two and three stars, handful of four stars, only one or two five stars, which is the top rating in that thing. Uh, just further proof that, you know, it's all about development. I think Tiger football fans have to defer to Ed Orgeron and his staff and know that, as you said, Trey, they're going to bring some quality football players in here. But that's step one. Get them onto the campus. Step two is develop them so they can play on Saturday nights and make a difference. And we'll talk more about that later this week in another episode of Sports Tapes. Tommy, you can have a team full of four and five stars. If you don't coach them up, you're not going to win. All right, Trey, we'll do this again later in the week. Uh, Encourage folks to share with all your friends, and you have a good week, sir. Thank you, Tommy. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.